This episode of the ECWM podcast has been brought to you by Benelli. Dominate the skies. Kent Cartridge Canada. High quality, high performance shotgun shells for waterfowl, turkey, upland, sporting clays, and more. Sitka. Turning clothing into gear. Maritime dog training. Because I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. (laughs) (laughs) Offering obedience training of all levels, service dog and retriever training in person or online. L&M Trailers. Offering trailer rentals and sales in Woodstock, New Brunswick. Big Owl Decoys, high-quality silhouettes and accessories for waterfowl, turkey, and sandhill cranes. East Coast Calls, offering high-quality duck, goose, and turkey calls built right here in the Maritimes. All right, welcome to the ECWM Podcast, Episode 5, Women in the Outdoors. We've got myself wesley and we got matt here across the table and we have got on the phone with us a special guest guest not gesh alicia hines <laughs> whiskey's kicking in oh bailey's in the coffee yeah <laughs> say good morning everyone the people can't see you good morning good morning happy to have you here yeah real glad to have thanks you thanks so much for having me on i'm super excited yes it's a good topic to be discussing Definitely, yeah, yeah. I agree. A, a big, a big topic in the outdoor industry at yeah. this point. Yeah. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, Alicia? Uh, tell tell everybody who you are and and uh, a little sure. bit about your background. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I'm originally from the southern part of West Virginia, and I live on the southwestern shore of Nova Scotia now. Um, I've been hunting and fishing my whole life. Um, I moved here because of my husband and, uh, we met on realtree.com and around <laughs> probably 20, like 2006 or 2005, we were trying to remember we couldn't. And then I, uh, we got married and I moved here in June of 2009, yes, but, uh, uh, super involved in the outdoors and I just love it. I live for it. Absolutely, that's great for sure. What a way to meet, yeah, you know? Real tree. <laughs> we met online. We met online, but it yeah. wasn't it wasn't a date. That was site, back so before any type of date site or yeah. Tinder existed. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's like Tinder for outdoorsmen. <laughs> no secret what you guys are into when you're on yeah. Realtree.com. <laughs> that's right. I remember him from some of the forums way back in the day, like in the mid mid two thousands. Oh no way, really? Yeah. Okay. What is your was your name just Alicia on there as well? I think so. I, think I can't remember too, now. Yeah. It's been a long time. I do remember him. He always had a million questions to ask. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> Which is great. That's how you learn. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, that's a big move. Yeah. It is. Moving yeah. from down in the south. I mean, can you, what would be like one of the bigger things that you remember almost maybe being a shock when you moved up here? Because, I mean, oh, geez, definitely. you're like in the deep south to move to, south shore in nova scotia like that's a big so, move the the woods here are a lot different like everything is so thick it's just yeah. alders spruce trees you name it like and down home it's all big woods hardwoods um, acorns acorns we got lots of acorns yeah. yeah so but yeah that's probably the biggest shock to me but other than that like the people are all the same and everybody's very nice and they just want to take you home and feed you kind of thing oh, god yeah. love them yeah that's that's a true story so who got you into hunting in the outdoors like what's what's your story there what's your background um my dad my dad definitely did um ever since i was a little girl is like as soon as i could walk i was wanting to go with him going trout fishing and we like every day after he would get off work he would be like okay let's go and like we'd head down to the lake and catch our trout and um but yeah, that's how I got into it. And then I started shooting 22s when I was probably seven or eight years old. And then when I was like 10 or 12, I started shooting shotguns. And then he started taking me for like to shoot gray squirrels and box squirrels. And we had yeah. beagles. And, oh, no yeah. way. That's awesome. Did you guys like rabbit hunt with your beagles or? We did after yeah. the, the little cottontails there. So yeah. that's pretty yeah. cool. So is it, is your family always, has have they always been outdoorsy and into the? hunting and fishing type of deal or is it something your dad kind of got started or 
yeah, most definitely my dad and his brother, my uncle Charlie, like they, they, they live and breathe hunting uh-huh. and fishing and mainly hunting. Well, dad was always more so into like trout fishing and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, definitely hunting and fishing. They just absolutely love it. Right, going in, the, to right in the bloodlines. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's pretty cool. How old do you have to be to hunt down there? Or is there an Ooh. age limit? Um, I can't, you know, that's a really good question. I want to say you have to be like maybe 12 to go by yourself or something. I can't remember. It's okay. been a long time since I've been there yet. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Because I know some of those states, is there even an age limit? Like as long as you've got an adult? Some, there aren't. Like, I think you're right. I don't think there there is really an age limit. It's kind of, I remember going and setting alone with my 243 when I was probably like 12, 13, geez. maybe. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and piles of deer down there to shoot probably too. Oh huh? gosh. Yeah. Like, I think if you buy all of the tags, like you can shoot like seven, eight, nine deer a year. If you shoot like archery rifle. Right. Um, yeah. Muzzle loader. Yeah. Isn't that hard to believe? That sounds like, like a Scott Wilson wet dream right there. Well, geez, man. I mean, <laughs> even, even just going down to Connecticut, like, it's not even that far from here, like yeah. six hours, six, seven hours. And I yeah. mean, you can shoot with all the licenses. Like if you're a landowner and you go muzzleloader, bow, shotgun, rifle, like you can shoot probably upwards of 15 deer and yeah. have no trouble to get them. Well, there's some states yeah. you can shoot. It's like unlimited. You can shoot as many deer as you want, basically. Yeah. And here we're That's like, right. geez, there's a deer, you know. Should I shoot that? I don't know. Seeing more, yeah. seeing more turkeys lately than deer. Yeah, but. yeah true story. Yeah. that's yeah. like me here like if i see a spike horn or a four-pointer like i am pumped like yeah. that one is not getting away <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah he is on the truck yeah our yeah. bear and turkey populations definitely on the rise compared to deer yeah that's, that's sure. super exciting for you guys like for the first mm. turkey draw there yeah uh, yeah hopefully we get a tag hopefully at least one of us does out of the group yeah frank there's a lot of people putting in yeah not many tags being drawn it's actually worse than the moose draw almost yeah 400 tags and as of a week ago there was over 3,000 people applied oh my so. gosh. hard yeah. to say what that's up to now yeah did you hunt turkeys down there i didn't um like we had, there was a lot of them around but we didn't enjoy like dad and them they didn't enjoy eating them so we didn't target them so oh, we're no not gonna yeah they don't they don't taste like a butterball <laughs> no <laughs> they're definitely not not what you think of when you think of turkey up around here anyway like that's right that's i think that's going to be one of the biggest shocks up here is when people do shoot a turkey that's never eaten any yeah. wild turkey yeah like, ooh. Yeah, they're, they're, that doesn't taste the same. Wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it's good, but it's oh not. yeah, I smoked mine, the one I shot. Yeah, I shot that in Connecticut, by the way, not here. <laughs> <laughs> For everybody wanting to report us to the DNR. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask you a little bit about uh, squirrel hunting down there. When when you hunted yeah. squirrels, like were you guys right into that? Oh my gosh, yeah. I loved you on that. Oh, man. Like anybody that I know that's been into squirrel hunting, and it's not very many people that I've run into over the years. Like, it's not a huge topic. But man, people that hunt squirrels are like either all in or maybe have done it once in their life. And they are wild. Did you guys have dogs that you used for it? We didn't. No. You just went. we just went and you just um, stake out trees that like where you know that they're going to be like look for mast and like yeah. the acorns and uh, just kind of target that those areas. Yeah. Yeah. So is that, did you try to call them or you just would sit quiet and just sit quiet and wait. Um, I actually have a fox squirrel mounted um, in my bedroom <laughs> back home like that. I'd love to have up here now. He's 25 inches from the tip of his nose to the tip of his tail. Oh, so sorry. we say, yeah, when we say squirrels, it's not like the tiny little red squirrel that yeah, they that's have like up here. Yeah, like three red squirrels. <laughs> yeah. Shit, yeah. That's huge. I actually, funny, funny story. I remember when Justin came down to visit one time, and the first time he saw a gray squirrel, it ran across the trail in front of us. Yeah. And he was like, holy crap, what was that? And I was like, that's a gray squirrel. He said, that's not a squirrel. He said, not where I come from anyway. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys not have gray squirrels there? We do. Well, not down here. No, we don't. But I know that they're in Digby and up in the valley. We oh, have them in but... towns and stuff. Oh, geez, mostly. man. You should see them on the yeah. bird feeders. The yeah. house. They're yeah. like they're like cats. Yeah, we have a few <laughs> around here, but not too many. Yeah. 
Yeah, in town, definitely where there's more. Yeah, acorns. Acorns. Yeah, but that when you when you think about the south, like there's so much protected state land, and there's so much food. You know, so many oak trees, like so many nut bearing trees, just to feed all of these critters. That's right. You know, I don't know. Our woods here, you're absolutely right. Are are so much different just because our, our crown land doesn't look the same as the state land <laughs> our crown then. land is clear Not cut. At all. yeah yeah our crown land is fields it's pretty much Unfor- mowed down. Un- unfortunately but that's cool um i'm trying to think uh i had something else i wanted to ask you about squirrel hunting like what do they even taste like everybody says oh they taste like chicken but do they really um i find they taste more like rabbit to okay. me mm-hmm. yeah yeah very similar like we would always make squirrel gravy and biscuits oh, so <laughs> and it was just oh they're so good yeah that definitely i've eaten good. red squirrel it is it's like rabbit it's tough like a yeah like rabbit yeah tougher yeah it's not that bad oh uh, it looks like fun like did you shoot them with a 22 or a shotgun or no, I um I grew up shooting a sweet sixteen Browning. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Both of our yep. heads just cocked over there. Right yeah, there. right on, <laughs> like that gun. Yeah. yeah, you got one, don't you, Matt? Yeah. Well, mine's not a sweet sixteen because oh. it doesn't have the it doesn't have the gold trigger. Okay. Mine was made a little bit before. Mine was like one of the original runs from mm. Belgium. Oh yeah, that's right. I just I lucked out to get that. I couldn't believe it actually when I when we researched the serial number. And mm-hmm. uh, that was like the firearms national, like first run. John yeah. Browning went to them in Belgium. That's pretty. And got neat. him to make it, and then later on, they once they decided that it was gonna go, and and it was a a well known gun, and people liked it. They came out with that Sweet Sixteen, which is a really nice gun. I'd love to have a gold trigger just to throw in there, but mm. yeah. Well, you know what they say about the gold trigger. If the trigger's gold. The bird the will fold. Will fold. The, the squirrel, squirrel will fold. The squirrel will fold, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old rotster. Yeah. Yeah. So you moved to Nova Scotia to be with your man, and he's obviously yep. hardcore outdoors, and that's what brought you together. That's and right. you've obviously, you've jumped right into the outdoors and hunting and fishing yeah. and even shooting and stuff. What do you got going on oh, there yeah. up here so, in this neck so, of the woods? Justin and I, we own around 35 acres here. Oh, really? And, oh, that's cool. Geez, yeah. I didn't know you guys own that much ground. Yeah, yeah. and um, I I go hunting for deer, and last year I even got to go um, after a bear back here on our property, and I actually missed him at 15 yards broadside. I got bear fever bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah. I've definitely done that It before. happens. Yeah. It happens. So, but yeah, we... Um, after, like when I first moved here, I had never shot anything that flew. So Justin started me into like waterfowl, and I remember my first duck ever. It was a teal, and <laughs> it was like once I shot that one, it was just game over. I was hooked. <laughs> what is your favorite thing to hunt? Um. Oh gosh, that's hard. If you had to choose. I mean, for Matt that's... and I, it's a no-brainer. We like ducks and geese for sure. Waterfowl. Oh, I, I love to go sea duck hunting. I just the only thing for me that like I get seasick. Right. So, but uh, yeah. last year, like I grew up deer hunting mainly down home, so I, like that's near and dear to my heart. But last year, I had so much fun baiting that bear. Like that was so yeah. fun to me. It yeah, is but, fun. Uh, even just the baiting yeah. and not even just killing one, just the interactions you can get with a bear is fun. Oh yeah, they're just so smart. Yeah. Yep. So quiet, eh? It's hard to believe yeah. that a critter that's that big yeah. could be that's that right. quiet. But I mean, yeah. every step is accounted for yeah it that's is. right nothing's by yeah. chance yeah you can yeah. sit there and turn around and there's a 350 pound bear just snuck right in yep. like, holy yeah. frig how the heck did that happen <laughs> so Where you guys you, you guys only have the fall hunt there right yes i wish we had the spring one like the bears are becoming more populated so i think maybe you'll see that in the future that's weird eh? that we too. that we've had a, a spring season here for so long it's just like any legislation around here in new brunswick it's just it's old outdated and it just never gets changed yeah yeah it's it's, real sad it is yeah we've got a really good natural resource minister here now and michael and he's boy i'll tell you he's he's certainly flipped the books upside down he's been working hard so because that's probably what it is in nova scotia just back in the day when they made that law there was just wasn't very many bears and now there's a ton of them and they 
Haven't yeah. done anything to change the law yet, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. No different than our guiding laws here, yeah. too. Yeah, oh, exactly. Everything's about 30 years behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So you think probably it'd be either bears or... Well, or waterfowl, for yeah, sure. waterfowl, yeah. Yeah, and like we go rabbit hunting and stuff like that, too, sometimes. And that's a lot of fun up here. Are you doing it with dogs or are you just going out? And yeah, with chasing? dogs. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that's pretty that big in Nova Scotia. A lot of yeah the, the rabbits are just numerous it's just unbelievable yeah a lot of people talk about that like guys that i've spoke to just for dog training and stuff like man they go out on some of those islands and they're just polluted oh. with mm. rabbits oh a hundred like they might get a hundred it's just yeah. insane yeah i do it with jace every year not a ton but i do fair amount yeah. i don't shoot so many i guess because they're a pain in the butt process but it is fun. I enjoy it. it he's not as good as a beagle by any means because he's a versatile. He's kind of he's kind of half decent at a bunch of stuff, but not an expert at any one thing. So, but it is that's fun. Right. He'll run them around. And... Well, that's the thing yeah. about like any of that rabbit hunting or when you're doing it with dogs. It's almost like a cult following, right? Yeah. To go yeah. do that, I mean, a rabbit is a rabbit. Like you could probably sneak up and shoot one just about anywhere's in the woods here. But to go out with a whole bunch of beagles and let them go at it like it would be the experience of yeah. being out there with a big big group of people you know it's generally a decent sized group of people that go certainly in the south i don't know about nova yeah. scotia but um kind of chase those dogs around being a little different than like mountain lion hunting i would love to do that oh, me someday too. just to be out You're with those right. dogs that like, man, so cool. those <laughs> dogs are so driven yeah. to do you know you see guys in different parts of the country on uh, instagram and stuff and they're right down in a hole trying to dig their dog out of there like they don't care one bit they want to get that cat you know yeah oh yeah that's probably one of my favorite things about um like either one after rabbits or after ducks or geese or whatever is just watching the dogs work yeah Yeah. same same with us like i don't even care if we get anything or like maybe one or two or whatever but just watching those dogs work is just where it's at for me well, totally agree. Yeah, and and you know, just in you saying that is is a good showing of the amount of time that you've spent at this, right? We've talked about yeah. this before yeah. on this podcast that you know we all go through seasons as as hunters, and and uh, you know you go through a stage in your life where you, I like to say, crawl across the field of broken glass to mm-hmm. shoot one goose, but that's yeah. right. And then as you go along, you know, you, you see it differently you see the whole experience differently maybe that's because you mature more maybe that's because you you know you you get older and you see things different i'm not sure but uh yeah we we definitely agree there's a definite sign of a mature hunter there's a there's a lot more to this than just going out and shooting a bunch of shells off and ending up with a with a pile of birds well that's the thing it's it's the same with or rabbits or partridge or grouse hunting i guess you should call it you, and go, like, you go ahead and call it grouse hunting there. Yeah, it's still partridge hunting to me. We're talking about rough grouse for people that wonder, geez, I didn't know they had partridge and ruffled grouse. I'm hunting for <laughs> rumpled grouse. <laughs> but Ruffed, I, mean, I think they call it. It is rough grouse, yeah. Like, Sorry. I like I lo- I love to hunt them and like Jace is a pointer as well and Yeah. And I mean I don't even shoot half the birds I get opportunities at just because I love to watch him work and that's right that's the fun in it i mean shooting it is i mean they do taste delicious mm. and i do shoot <laughs> some every year but i mean it's just the fun and watching the dogs work is what i like the for most. sure same, like, that's even, same with rabbits like when uh when matt and ryan and you guys like came down to yarmouth and hunted or whatever and we had that really good day that one day that i was with you guys and yeah just when like we take a break and like you guys are going to go like pick up all the birds everybody just stops what they're doing just to watch the dog work like to watch otter work it was just a pleasure to watch yeah, yeah. For, for sure it is and and i've often said like even people that aren't dog people you know if you're on a couple day hunt or even just a, a one day ordeal like mid-morning you know their their whole view has changed because they're like yeah. man isn't that isn't that something look at that dog go and do what mm. it's bread to do you know i think that's one of the things that gets me the most is i mean we're all like hardcore like we eat sleep and live to hunt like just love it but 
we don't even compare to how much drive and desire our dogs have oh, for it. Like, yeah. Like he could do, he could hunt every single day of his life. Yeah. And just the yeah. first day is just as, he's just as wound up as the last day. And just good genetics, <laughs> eh? Like when we're talking yeah. about, yeah. when we're talking about, Roan and I actually had that talk the other night. He asked me something about genetics in a dog. And I said, well, it's, it's, uh, you know, when you get a dog that has good genetics and it comes from a long line of hunters or or field trial dogs, you know, that, that gives you or should give you the drive in that dog that you want. I said, it's really, really no different than you, man. I, I said, you know, there's a pretty good chance that even if I hadn't taken you hunting before, that, that there would be something inside of you that would tell you, geez, I, I want to hunt. Like, mm. I'm, I'm interested in that just because, you know, you come from a long line of people that hunted and spent time in That's the outdoors right. you know yeah. it has to be the same for us i i completely wholeheartedly believe that yeah yeah so yeah no that's that's awesome we we really enjoy the dogs too yeah, yeah. it seems like we talk about them every podcast yeah yeah we, we, i mean how can you not they're yeah. awesome yeah, yeah exactly how, how can you not it's it's a pretty big part of our pretty big part of our life and you know especially when you're guiding like you're not shooting so I mean, getting to run the dogs is literally just just as good for yeah. me. You run yeah. them all, run them all summer t- for that purpose, like to get them ready to go. Yeah, hunting. I can go a long time before it's like okay, I need to pick up my gun. Yeah, <laughs> I can go yeah, quite a while. Don't get me wrong, I still like to pull yeah. the trigger, but and and you can definitely run quite a way, quite a while, just hunting your dog and enjoying oh, yeah. that. But then all of a sudden, it's like okay, yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready I need my shotgun. Ready to pull the trigger. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. But to we have. We have two labs, and, like, they're both duds, and they're old now, but, uh, like, the times that we we did take them hunting, like, I'll never forget their first retrieves. Like, I know when they would bring, like, when they brought the bird back, like, I was in tears both times, like, for each of the dogs, because I just had so much pride in watching my dog do this for me. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Especially if you have one that's not really driven to retrieve or hunt. That's right. It's even, even harder. Do you guys ever think you'll actually get a a dog for hunting hunting purposes um well these these were for hunting purposes it's just that the first one is like the chocolate we have she's actually allergic to ducks and kelp and alders and all kinds of stuff and she's an epileptic yeah Um, and the other one has had major surgery and pei and she's got back leg issues so it's not that like we don't want to take them and that they were good at it it's just they just are getting up there in age yeah. and eventually we'll have a good trained dog for that. Yeah. It definitely adds to the hunt. Yeah. No question. Plus, yeah. And that, 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 that happens. I mean, I, yeah. I had a, I had a dog when I was in high school that was epileptic and, um, she liked to hunt, but just, yeah, it was, you know, too, too dangerous to take a dog exactly. like that. that mm. could, possibly have an episode out in the water or something so yeah mm. plus too like for us here like we don't get to um go after puddle ducks a whole lot um mostly justin and i go after sea ducks out on the ocean so yeah. um it's a little bit dangerous dangerous yeah that's and that's yeah. a rugged country to yeah when people see sharks and the decoys and stuff like that it makes me a little bit nervous too <laughs> yeah yeah, that's, it's certainly made me kind of rethink, even over on this side of the bay, a fun day, like, taking my dog. Oh, they've had a ton of sightings down here. There. Like, yeah. yeah like, like, I'm, I'm yeah. out. Not, yeah, not, not cool. <laughs> I don't, I don't need to risk losing my dog. <laughs> not he's, a bird. he's not just yeah. a tool to me. Not a bird in the world that would be worth that. No. So. no. That's why we use a dip net when we go and scoop up the, the dead ones out of the water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You get reaching your hand down in there for sure. So you've had some involvement with women that hunt. Yeah. What can you tell us about that? I honestly, I don't know a whole lot about. Seems to be popular, yeah. Like that, you see a lot online. So, yeah. So it's just it's a great group of women. Um, Their motto is to learn with us. Um, They're nonprofit. They have got a lot of um, really good programs. Like pre-COVID, they had a lot of really good programs. Like they do the youth expo. They have the water and woods program, which is like you've got to be 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like kind of like a camp setting and they teach each of these kids, the Canadian firearm safety course, the hunter's education and trappers course. 
Um, they also do share the harvest, which, um, it's a free meal like from field to fork for anybody that needs a hot meal or wants to learn more about cooking with wild game. They do that um, themselves, Alicia. Yeah, they do. Um, let's see. Um, they have awesome. NOAAH, mm. which is a network of anglers and hunters. Um, you can sign up to be like a mentor or a mentee. Um, and like, there's a lot of the women that have certifications as um, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, New Brunswick guides. They're hunting, hunter education instructors. They do non-restricted and restricted firearms courses. Like, they have the instructors in Women to Hunt. Um, they have safety range officers. They do the big year, like, they're big year technicians. They have learn to fish instructors. And they're certified bow, certified bow, crossbow, and trappers. As wow, well, geez, that that's quite awesome. a freaking full yeah. gamut. Wow, yeah, that's quite a resume, really. It is, yeah, and they do like even more. Like they're always putting on um, like clinics, like how to become a bow hunter, like how to tie flies, like all kinds mm. of stuff. They're always doing something. It's a great. It's got to be a good organization. I mean, it's hard. I mean, Matt and I can't speak, but it's got to be a little bit intimidating or weird feeling being a woman or a young girl getting into the outdoors, like to go take your hunter safety course when you're like the only girl and there's 25 <laughs> other guys there. Like it's, it's yeah. gotta be a little intimidating. I would think a group like this must be, it must really help take off some of the stress or the pressure for, oh, a, for a sure. lot of women. Yeah. I mean, yeah, do, do you feel really anything good. like that? Like when you, I mean, you're heavy into sporting clays or skeet or whatever. And I mean, I mean, most of the time you roll up into a shoot like that. And I mean, it's, if there's a hundred people there, 98 of them are men type of deal you know like it is i don't yeah. think have we seen maddie at a, any of the shoots around here any women yeah there's 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 always a few but i mean certainly the vast you know if there was 100 people there might be 10 women yeah like yeah. that's you know it's it's definitely a male a male dominated sport but yeah. things like this i mean to have so like so many people um involved in that um women that hunt that are certified like trappers mm. and can teach you about restricted firearms and and uh just you know every everything you said there bow hunting uh yeah crossbows, they're just super knowledgeable yeah like there's just about it sounds to me like just about anything you want to learn about they have somebody there that that can help you now i Not wanted right. i wanted to ask like in Nova Scotia, where obviously this is more popular, do you notice that there's a lot of young girls wanting to get involved in in that? Like, are they reaching out, trying to reach out to youth? I'm sure they are, but but do you notice that there's many young younger girls trying to get they, into it? Um, it's kind of I don't know how to answer that really because I'm in the um, other end of the province right. compared to like where most of these events take place. So okay. I I'm, I don't actually see. But, like, for this area, like, for my area, mm. no. Like, I don't see it at all, hardly very few people. Yeah, that's a shame. I yeah. would say that's it the is. same up here. Uh, how many yeah. women do you see hunting around here? Like, no, not very I many. mean, there's a lot of women. Like, my wife, she likes to go out with me, and we'll go out with some friends bird hunting or whatever. Like, but Nothing, like, serious. Yeah. N go out all the time, yeah. Yeah, you don't see a lot of women going out <laughs> like, on their own type of deal pursuing it. that's right um i see a lot of women around here that go they'll go deer hunting yeah. but a lot of them don't go after waterfowl or anything like that i don't i've never seen mm -hmm. another woman while out sea ducking or anything so yeah it's about the same up here i very few you'll see a girlfriend out with a boyfriend or a wife out with a husband or the odd daughter out with her father type of deal but it just i don't know it just doesn't seem to have a, it's not well, then there's not really a lot of young bucks getting into it either. I think just as a whole. What? So, this is kind of a, a question that we we didn't have written down here. But like, do you have any ideas as to why that might be, Alicia? Like, do you? Um, I don't know. Like, either they weren't raised in it. Um, like, I'm kind of like the boy that my dad never had kind of deal. Yeah. So, um, but I don't know. I think it's really hard for women to get into the sport 
unless they were raised in it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and a lot of times, a lot of times, not always, but a lot of times guys won't take their women with them. If they view it as like, Oh, it's my time to get away or right. what have yeah. you. Like that's kind of controversial, but I mean, so that's your payback no, that's... for you guys not taking us to the knitting club. <laughs> I don't want to go to no knitting club. <laughs> Me either. I just made that up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, I think you're right. Like, um, certain things like uh, women that hunt though you know that if if there's a bunch of women getting together and, and doing this stuff like we have becoming an outdoors woman uh, yes. here that's kind of popular in new brunswick yeah. and wes you and i have done some seminars there and i did quite a few over the years and and man those those camps were always full yeah and it was several uh different like workshops that they could go to over the weekend like what you're talking here with women that hunt yeah. And, uh, you know, there there might have been a fair amount of women there that had never hunted or done much outdoors in their life, but it was a chance to maybe get away with a friend or two that had or was interested in it and, and a weekend away, so they went and did it. And, and you know, they might have made some lifelong friends or, or they might have got into some of these things. So I, I sometimes wonder if it's exactly like you said, like opportunity or whether they feel yeah. somewhat intimidated because it is a... a more of a, a male-dominated industry. Mm. Yeah, um, it's certainly not that women can't do it, but I, I could, I could see those points. So well, yeah, I've heard, I don't know, I've heard Justin talking about your shooting before. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it's, I've heard it's pretty good. <laughs> I do all right. Yeah. So <laughs> tell me this: you both shoot sporting clays. Is it sporting clays you shoot? Do you trap or skeet or all of the above? I don't, I'm not a trap shooter and definitely not a skeet shooter. Sporting clays is definitely my game. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, Me too. I yeah. like sporting clays. It's a lot of fun. But I like it because it's always different. Right. Um, you're not shooting the same thing over and over. And yeah. it's more yeah. realistic, like what you would see in the field. And I feel like it's made us better shots. Like when we are um, going after sea ducks or geese or what it, whatever it might be. Oh, 100%. So yeah. tell me, can you outshoot Justin? Oh, absolutely. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't lie. He said that you could... He, he said you could he shoot your pants right off. <laughs> oh, yeah. He said he's under attack all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Good it, for you. My, thank you. It's my main goal at every shoot that we go to, just to beat Justin. Like, yeah. I don't care about anything else. I just want to beat him. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's good. That's wicked that you guys have that that's together, have, too. Because yeah. my wife's right. not competitive whatsoever. I just destroy her in any, any competition. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's kind of unfortunate for us. I mean, we have the Fredericton Club, but, man, like you guys, the Nova Series is, is popular, and there's a yeah. lot of places within a fairly short drive, if if I'm if I'm correct, that you guys yeah. can go and shoot. You know, Weymouth and, and Yarmouth has one, too, don't they? That's right. Yeah, we go like we'll, we'll shoot, we shoot in Yarmouth. That's our home club. We mm. have the shoot there. We shoot. I'm actually shooting in Lunenburg this Sunday. There's one in Weymouth, and there's also a club in Kentville. Yeah. So, so are you shooting in a, a women's league or mixed league or against the, um, the men or? So you all shoot against each other, but they always have like um, high overall, and then they have high lady, high junior, and I okay. think they added high senior this year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's pretty. But cool. my main goal is like I don't want to just beat the women; I want to beat all the men too. Like, yeah, <laughs> so yeah you really want to drop the hammer on them. Yeah, <laughs> that's you, right. you want to master. You want to master the craft. So, um, shotgun shooting and and certainly shooting stuff on the wing wasn't something that you grew up doing and i'm sure that it was uh quite a a learning curve like was it oh, was it just yeah. like on the job training or did you have did you take lessons yeah, or did justin show you or how did you how I did never you learn? Shot any, i never shot anything that flew until i moved here right and then um justin taught like we went to our gun club and he took me on the skeet field and he's like this will show you all the presentations you ever need to see kind of thing. And I started off there. I pretty much cried. Yeah. <laughs> there was no pretty much to it. I did. Um, that's, that's yeah. where, that's where Katie's at most times. <laughs> feels, <laughs> yeah. feels like crying, but we're, we're, we're getting better. We're getting better. Yeah. She's getting better all the time. But uh, yeah. And then we started shooting sporting plays about, I would say about five years ago. And 
I've just been lucky enough to be able to travel the Maritimes and go to a lot of beautiful clubs and just trying to beat Justin. That's all. So, that's all it is. so how long before, how, how long before you did beat him at the first official, your first oh. official time beating him? That must've been quite oh, a mon monumental deal. Maybe like two years ago yeah. I beat him. Yeah. <laughs> and then now it's just all been all downhill for him. Like I start to feel bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's good for it. He's a good boy. He can that's handle right. it. He yeah. can definitely handle it. Oh, yeah. that's great. But so you never go ahead. You you never he showed you most of what you needed to he know did. for for fundamentals and then just as you went along you just got better. Now did you find what did you start out with for a gun? So I started off with uh Browning Synergy. Yeah. That's it's amazing. An over and under there. And um it just didn't fit me proper. Like Justin like since I've started shooting sporting clay, we've learned a lot about gun fit, which mm. is super important, especially for women because we're not built like men are. Right, and uh, I think that's where we're at. We've we've got yeah. a we've we've just got the wrong gun for yeah. her. It doesn't really fit. So women notoriously have longer necks, and yeah. like our length of pull is different, and just it's a whole lot of different aspects to it. But uh, then uh, I started shooting a Browning Satori seven two five, which Justin won at at the Nova Shoot series. It was the um, event gun. Awesome. Jeez. So yeah. Good, so and he gave me win. that. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, that was okay. I did all right with that. But then I traded it in on uh, Beretta. Came out with a, a, a over and under tailored to women. It's called the Vittoria. It's a six ninety. Mm -hmm. And that's what I shoot now. And like literally, I sh second round I ever shot of skeet with it. I shot my first twenty five with it. So I knew it was gonna. You be shot your first what? Twenty five. Twenty five. Great. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I'm not yeah. a big skeet shooter. That's all right. Producer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, so I went twice, I think. <laughs> I went twice. What is it? There's half a round is like 50? Yeah. I think I yeah. shot a 46 and a 47. Right on. Total. Yeah, total. I think you shot. You You beat me, and then that other guy is the only one that beat you, I think. Man, I almost won that one in, in Nova Scotia one year. We yeah, did. you on were like on Sunday. Masters. I came in second place. I was like, "Holy yeah. shit!" Did you do it with your pattern master? Yeah, I shot with my pattern master, and 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 uh, I can't remember that guy's name that won. Uh, you maybe know, like, he must have thought something. Of you that. know, Malicia, but he's Probably, a really really good guy. Maybe like Brian Betts or something. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was him. <laughs> he's like, "Holy shit! If you got a pattern master, and you should have won." <laughs> he's awesome. He's a really nice man. He is. He is. Yeah. 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 Good laughy guy. I mean, we enjoy him for sure. Yeah. You've shot a shotgun though forever. Like yeah, more, that, than, that's, more than anything. That's my gig. Yeah. Shooting a shotgun. I, I am not a rifle shooter whatsoever. Like, yeah, see, and that's what I started out with. I used to shoot. I used to target shoot all the time. In the and like hunter category. when I shoot a rifle, it takes me a couple down the pipe to get comfortable that I'm not yeah. going to get smucked in the face with the scope. I lit, I probably shot my rifle once last year. And then maybe not even the year before. Yeah. Like I just I, never. I don't anymore. But that's I just never shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. But fun. Um, is there any? I'm gonna throw another just off script sure. question. Like, is there, is there any tips that you can give? Uh, maybe any women out there that want to get started in sporting clays, like just about number one, just about like possibly what to get for a gun or or where to get fitted or. Is there any literature online or people that you know or things that could be important that way? Because you've already said that, you know, it's super important. And as we know, mm. I mean, fit is important oh, yeah. for, for a gun. Women are built very different than men. And that's obviously why they make uh, women suitable firearms that are possibly shorter or have uh, yeah. a, a complete different setup. So. That's right. Um, so definitely I would um, go to a local shotgun shotgun club like Fredericton or like my Yarmouth club or wherever it may be that you live. Like just reach out to them and say, hey, is there are there any late to shoot here? I'd be interested in like most people will just say, hey, here, you can try my gun. Um, definitely get out there and try to shoot as many as you can. Right. Because not everything like even my Victoria, like I, it doesn't it hasn't worked for several other other ladies that i know that they've tried it it just doesn't suit them well so they shoot different ones but uh definitely get out there and try a variety of guns because not everything's gonna fit you the way it does for me 
Mm. And the cost can be pretty extreme on some of those. Yeah, things, like it is. Yeah, you can be uh, as cheap as you want or as expensive as you want. That's like, sure. what would you be looking at for a lower end decent gun to get into it? Um, like if you were gonna get um like a semi, like a semi-automatic, like Beretta, um, semi, I don't know, like twelve hundred, fourteen hundred, something like that. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that are you shooting a semi or are you shooting one of those fancy up and overs? So I shoot, the Beretta Vittoria is an over and under, and then for hunting, I shoot a Beretta AL391. Okay. Why Why is it that so many sporting clay shooters shoot over and unders? Why is that yeah, the main reason? Um, I don't know. Like, I, Just for me, I find that they swing nicer. Um, I like that for the safety aspect, like sure. when it's broke down, people mm-hmm. know that like it's empty, right. and um, I just, they swing different, I find. Hmm. Yeah, it makes like, sense. Uh, a semi, a semis are very whippy and yeah, I don't know. I just find they're more controlled. Mm-hmm. Right on. Maybe that's the weight. Are they a little heavier? Maybe could be. Yeah, they're certainly very customized to to what you're doing. And, and I suppose that having the two different chokes, like if you're shooting something that's close, and then you've got another, yes. you know, you can change your barrels for for which mm-hmm. order they come out for sporting clays, anyways. That's right. Well, some of them, geez, I mean, you can spend 10, 15 grand, can't you, on a oh, geez. On one? Or probably even triple more that. than that. Yeah. More. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of those like, Caesar Greenies, or I don't know. I mean, if some of them would be crazy. The Craig Off K80s, like they're up there. Now, is that a production, a production, or is that like, a, or would that be more, is that a custom built shotgun? Um, all of the, all of their guns are very expensive. Like what, how much? <laughs> Oh gosh! Roughly. Anywhere from twelve to twenty thousand or more. I've got one there at the house. I've got three. No. <laughs> it's encased in walrus skin. I've got a uh, Stoger <laughs> Condor over under. <laughs> hey, whatever works for you. I've that's seen what, people with eight seventy pumps like just awesome. prone the course. Yeah, so. that's what Lori shoots. She shoots that over under. She really likes it. For, I, f- I feel like hunting. it'd be better if it was called the Cormorant. <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> It is yeah. more. It is definitely more of the cormorant. Yeah. No, that's cool. We we actually really like to to shoot sporting clays. I used to have yeah. a little course actually. Well, uh, yeah, we used to have like an annual sporting clay shoot. Yeah, it was like a, I don't know how many stands, like eight. Frig, stands. Remember, we were tying skeet throwers up in trees. And yeah, everything. yeah, had them up in tree <laughs> stands. And, oh, geez, yeah, we frig, we had a lot of fun that way. But yeah. it's it's so much more fun to to walk that course and and do that. And mm. Fredericton really has a nice setup probably one of the nicer Their setups courses are really nice around and uh it is it's, that's one of my favorite places to shoot is fredericton it's like uh the disney world for sporting play shooters really? <laughs> yeah yeah they that's what they See, say i've man. never shot anywhere else other uh, than there in that place in hampton or whatever or somewhere yeah down there once. i think that's just trap and ski. Know, yeah yeah it might have been but uh yeah no it, it is a nice place and it's it's fairly inexpensive to go and, and do yeah. and it's a lot of fun well that's the thing once you get your shotgun i mean that's your main mm-hmm. cost and then your ammunition for the year or however many cases you're going to shoot and then i mean the membership costs and tournament is it they call it tournament or what do you call it um, like a sporting clay shoot i guess just shoot. like there's it's different things like it's, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just a or a shoot. series like they've got the nova shoot series or yeah like it's not really overly expensive like once you get your initial investment of the gun and i mean that's right your yearly yeah. your yearly costs aren't that much compared to no. other sports other, other things yeah and there's and the other great thing about it is is there's there's a whole community around that and and the people are really good like oh they're so nice and like like i always tell people that when you start like if you get involved in the sporting clay community you instantly have like 100 or 150 new friends that are from like nova scotia new brunswick it's the craziest thing everybody just wants to help you out and see you succeed and do good and it's just awesome well it's good to see so many people in the the shooting sports and and it's something that you you honestly could do as a family you know oh yeah 100%. get your kids out and, and do that and, and shoot because outside of that like i don't know i don't go to the club here like the rifle range yeah. obviously because i don't shoot a rifle yeah. that often but i don't know what the community is around that and i haven't province. been involved in a few years but it's it's good it's similar to the bow club there's yeah there's some there's all those a fair th- amount of kids like fathers bringing kids in and, right 
Not a lot of women. Not really. Yeah. And I don't know if they're doing any type of shoots. Like, back when I shot all the time, we would shoot competitive every week at the local club. And then there'd be, like, monthly shooting competitions back when I used to go a lot. I don't think they do that anymore that I know of. Yeah. I thought they were trying to get it ramped up a little more. I don't know. I've talked to them in the past, and I'm like, you know, guys, I would be personally much more interested if there was even like five stand oh, sporting know. clays you know that's a lot of fun too that's a whole different uh kettle of fish right there yeah yeah, yeah ex- exactly and and you know i mean they could I, you know, I was like you know i'm pretty sure in fredericton they do that all winter mm-hmm. they can plow yep. it or and uh it would keep people coming but you know i just don't shoot a rifle enough to no. Well, I get out of it just when the cost of ammunition and reloading went right through the roof. Right. When I started, geez, you could reload for next to nothing. Right, like yeah, cost Pennies, everything. and then the cost just, it's gone way up. And now, like, the only, benef- lot, it's expensive. the only benefit to reloading now is to get whatever load it is you're looking for if you can't buy it or... Mm, right, yeah. So... <clears throat> yeah. Because yeah. we have, like, all kinds of reloaders and stuff downstairs. We used to do a lot of it, too. And supplies are just really hard to come by right now. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt they are. Yeah. And and I guess we had talked about that at one point, reloading tungsten. Yeah. And yeah. it was pretty much the same. It, yeah, it wasn't. The amount of work it was going to take to do it didn't say what the savings wasn't worth. It wasn't worth the time. It was very little, but I, I reload for rifle on that. And it's still a big savings over buying ammunition, but back when I shoot, shot competitive or a lot, I mean, jeepers, it was a ton of money. You're shooting so many. I mean, you're shooting hundreds of rounds a year of rifle. Yeah. I just, I don't know, just get out of Started going in the bow club. Yeah. Arrows are reusable. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Eh? <laughs> so, Alicia now nowadays like on instagram just all throughout the industry it certainly seems like and we've talked about this being a male dominated industry and possibly somewhat intimidating for females to want to get into if they don't have a mentor or for whatever reason um it seems like there's a lot of women that are maybe not really hunters trying to get into it just more so just trying to get into it they're actually making it yeah they're 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 making it in the industry not based on skill level or anything like that but more so just just due to looks or yeah you know yeah scandalous pictures pictures for 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 lack of a better term like you know just (laughs) just modeling basically um and we've talked about this in the past Wes, just about how Mm. we feel like it must be hard for somebody that actually is a hunter trying to possibly make it a little further in the industry and and gain some sponsorships do you find that it's somewhat tough to get people to take you seriously right off the start or like how how do you how do you feel like those types of people impact women as a whole Um, in the industry i feel like um around 90 like probably around 95 percent of us as women like we just can't relate to that Right. Like, mm. I just, I don't know. It just, if, if they're, if they're actually legit, then that's fine. Oh, but that, like, yeah. If, that's a whole different ballgame. But usually you can tell, like if they're legit, then go for it. But like, I just don't, I don't know. Like you can just tell if they're not for real, like if they've got the wrong stance, if they're holding the weapon wrong, like if right. you ask them a few questions and they can't give you a proper answer, then what's, what, what is the point of you doing this? Like, I just don't understand. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I would think it's got to be frustrating. I mean, because oh, yeah. I know, well, I mean, there's quite a few women that I follow on Instagram that are, they're legitimate. Like, they are true outdoors women, hardcore. A lot of them know way more than I'll ever know. And they're <laughs> the women I like to follow because they're, well, they're just true. And then, like. They're no different than you or I. Yeah, yeah. And then you've That's got right. these other ones that, and I'm not going to mention any names, but I mean, they've got hundreds of thousands of followers right and tv shows and making piles of money because they post a picture with little clothing on there they're promoting right. their, their looks more than their their craft like right. it's yeah 
it's, it's just not realistic to me like that no. they're just looking for attention it's got to be it's just it's it's got to be some frustrating oh for, yeah for the women that are legit that no one even knows or hears about right yeah that that is that that would be a frustrating thing and you know we're certainly not obviously beaten up on women because there is like we're talking about there's some actually really legit female hunters in yeah. the industry oh yeah uh that are you know they spend as much if not more time than most men in the yeah. field you know setting trail cameras chasing deer chasing waterfowl whatever yeah. their whatever their poison is That's and great. and uh you know good on them good on oh, them yeah. it's impressive i mean the odds aren't stacked in their favor to do it and make it like they are for a man like to legitimately make it based on their their craft like yeah. it's that's I right. can't even imagine how much work and time and frustration must go into that to to get to that level based on your actual skills and not your looks. Like that's you know, right. What, yeah, it's what just, you're willing to post on social media. It's just super frustrating. Like, because the reality is that sex sells. Yeah. yeah. So like, um, you just I I would rather hmm. see more attention focused on like the girl next door type that like people can actually relate to because right, I mean yeah. I'm speaking for myself when I say that I go outside and like I'm wearing three layers of clothes when I go hunting I look like a potato like I'm not out there <laughs> to impress anybody right like, yeah. <laughs> same yeah so it's just not realistic yeah. yeah you're just you're out there dressed the way that you are because you want to go hunting and you want to be warm well you're, yeah you're the, not, the hunt is what matters most not oh how do I look for my pictures right you yeah. have your makeup on and all that baloney. that's right yeah <laughs> yeah well we're we're definitely big supporters of women truly making it and especially based on their skills rather than that's right and especially women from the maritimes too right i mean mm. I, I i in canada i think we're as a whole like you say we we support everybody but i mean you know uh women women such as yourself or some of these women that are that are uh in women that hunt like that's all good and great. Any anybody that's that's, right. that's gonna be a supporter of uh, people in this industry, like especially nowadays, we've all got to have each other's backs as a, mm. outdoors men and women, and uh, you know, promoting our sport big time yeah. and promoting getting people involved in this, male or female. Like, yeah, because we are a dying breed. I mean, the it's kids, true. the kids Bad. of today are just. They're, they couldn't be any farther from the outdoors and big time yeah around here we're fairly lucky we are it's quite a bunch of hillbillies and still and good old <laughs> boys that are into it but man you go look around the maritimes and jeepers creepers the kids are it's all about video games and yeah big time crap like that like they're just anything outdoors is not even on the radar for them so Speaking about sponsors, Leisha, is there anybody that you work with as of right now? No, absolutely not. Nope, nobody. I'm just I'm doing my own thing, I guess. Is <laughs> it something you've ever pursued or thought about or uh, just I've never tried really? i a couple times. Um, it's just, I don't know. I just find that it's still kind of the, the, the good old boys club. Yeah. Um, a lot of companies don't um, want to focus on women, I guess, that are, that are legit, going back yeah. to that. Right, um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's frustrating because you'll see like people putting it out there that they're looking for ambassadors for their product, and then they might choose ten people or five or ten people, and every single one of them's a guy. Like there's yeah. not one female in the bunch, and right. it's kind of like it kind of gives you like a little hope to ever see that happen. So, yeah. but I know it does happen. So yeah, it does. That's going back to what I said, like. Man, any of the women that have made it, holy cow, I, hats off to them. Like, you know they have busted their ass to get to where they are. That's like, right. Yeah, yeah, no question. Ten times more than a man on the same level. It's, really. it's, 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 the outdoor industry is a tough industry in the first place, but specifically when a lot or the majority of the companies are from the States. And when you think mm. about the industry like, and how they market, Canada is like one percent of their market. Like, there's more hunters in Arkansas than there, or any of these New England states probably than there is in our whole country. Yeah, you know exactly. So it 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 really 
makes it tough to get in there. I mean, obviously there is a market up here. There is lots of us that hunt and, and you know, you, you still have to have a presence, but yeah, I think. Yeah. It, you it, and I have talked about this before. Like definitely it's, I think it's something that's easier to get um, sponsored down when like you live in the U S because there's a lot more demand for it. And the yeah. companies like you said are down there and more money put into it. Maybe yeah. that's right. Into their marketing. Yeah. 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 Doesn't mean there's no hope. Uh, but, that's right but uh yeah that's cool anything you'd like to add that we haven't covered um just that uh if women are wanting to get into the outdoors just make sure you got a thick skin and uh like if you're wanting to go out with these guys you want to pitch in and help them out and be rugged and you want to know your stuff like yeah talk to people ask questions yeah everybody's just wanting to help like that everybody will help you out that's good good to hear that's what i was wondering like as a woman if you do ask questions uh, or people have the guys been helpful and willing to teach and usually stuff like yeah that. usually that's people good. are really good and they'll fork out information and oh another thing i wanted to touch on was um like clothing and the guns and the gear and stuff now it's way better suited now than it than it was like 10 or 20 years ago it's been oh, a long yeah. way yep yeah, yeah. There's a lot of companies coming out with women exclusive clothing. And yeah, well, look at Sitka last year. I mean, just the right. just the just the fact that your bibs had a butt flap on them, I was right? like, I was like, wow. That's a that's a game changer right yeah. there. Oh well, yeah, it just it just made sense, right? And I mean, it was made made by by women. Um, I'm trying to think of their names right now. I should have had that wrote down, but but yeah, they they. I mean, they didn't have a whole bunch of men in there saying mm. i wonder what women want for clothing they they've got some really good women ambassadors mm. and yeah. uh you know they they put a lot of thought into it so and you yeah, can tell just you know your hat and everything so yeah yeah it truly fits like um not like having like when i was growing up you had to wear dad's hand-me-down um long johns or yeah. you know what i mean like and have to wear just strictly men's clothes like it was not available when i first started hunting true story yeah, and I don't know that it's even done that well over the years. They've tried, but but now, yeah, yeah this this you know the past five years certainly, um, and since social media has kind of blown up, it's that's right made it a little easier to sell. I think. Yes, yeah, Sitka is definitely a game changer. That's yeah, well, and and to you know last year that was the big big part of their their rollout their program was the women line. Yeah, which is great. You know, they need yeah, to. Yeah, thank goodness. Yeah. At least, like, my jacket and stuff like that, it's not all bulky in the armpits when I'm trying to shoulder my gun. Like, yeah. I can actually well, do it yeah. proper. My wife, I mean, in on a different aspect, mountain biking. We both mountain bike, and the difference between fit and men's, like, the women's clothing is just women are shaped different, flat out. Yeah. I couldn't imagine her trying to wear some of my clothing. Like, uh, exactly. Just, we're just built different. We are so built different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, it's been uh, been good talking to you. Yeah, we really That's really great. appreciate you doing this with yeah, us and, and for uh, having me. all your all your insight um, coming yeah. from yeah. coming from somebody that's spent their life in the outdoors and and has a, yeah. a really current view on women in the industry. It's been it's been great. Yeah, we so really yeah. appreciate it. Check out. I just want to I want to give out an outdoors uh, woman. Women yeah. that hunt. Go ahead. I was one day. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to my dad just for um, taking me along with him all these years and putting up with me and teaching me everything about the outdoors. And it's just, Heck I've yeah. been forever grateful for that and the people that I've met and made friends with. And I wouldn't have met Justin if it wouldn't have been for that. And super thank Justin for putting up with me and teaching me how to shoot shotgun and now I can beat him anytime I want. And, <laughs> but I just, <laughs> I super just appreciate anybody that's ever given me any kind of uh, time and taken me under their wing and showed me all there is to learn about the great outdoors. So true that. Yeah. That, that Amen. Is, that is, that is awesome. That is the anthem. I feel the exact same way for sure. You know, yeah. if somebody wouldn't have taken the time to drag us along from a young age, like where would we be now? Would we be doing That's it? Right. Hard, be, hard to say. Think about the dicking think, around on computers or video games. Think about the <laughs> amount right. of kids we've taken out oh, over the years, tons. man. Like tons. tons. Yeah. 
and just forever changed their lives probably yep. and still I'll talk about it that. Yeah. still I'll th- never forget it yep brian monteith was over the other day buying dog food and he still talks about when yeah. we took him out when he was a kid oh yeah yeah you know good times like they always say like you'll remember a really fun day in the outdoors but you won't remember your favorite day of television no that's True right that. yeah absolutely so. i don't even watch tv anymore <laughs> i don't either <laughs> i could throw it out yeah. well cool anyone else have anything to add i don't i think i'm good yeah i think i'm good for now right hopefully on. i get to come up and shoot and hunt with you guys again this fall yeah really absolutely that was fun yes I'll have to try to join you on this one. <laughs> yes, yes. You haven't had the chance to meet me yet. I'm the queen no. of inappropriate jokes, so. Uh, you'll, you, you'll fit in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right on, guys. Well, it's been good. We'll check everybody out. Becoming an outdoors woman, women that hunt. Check out Alicia on, well, do you want people to look you up on social media? For sure, yeah. I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram under Alicia underscore Hines. Perfect. Awesome. 